Breakfast puppies? This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Glitter Boys. So, I don't know if you know this about me, but I uh, I have about six different copies of The Lord of the Rings. And the reason is, you know, I have the copy that my dad read to me, and I have that one from Nostalgia. I have the little paperback copy that I can take with me. I have copies on my ebook, uh, you know, on my book reader, just because that's easier. Um, I have a really fancy one that someone got for me, and I, you know, I just love the art in that one. I have a problem that in video games, in life, in a lot of things, I'm a, a completionist. I'll play a video game until I have gotten all the achievements. I will create armies in Warhammer that have no, no battle table survivability just because it features everything from every era of that army. I, I, I like completing worlds. I like completing works. And when you're talking about something the size of Palladium... That can be a major undertaking. Do you have one of those big-ass, two-legged pig walkers from Warhammer 40k? This one? For the Aldari? Or no, no, no. Do you there's mean an this one? one? There's an orc one, and it is literally about two Oh, the Gargants. Tall. What? No. <laughs> no. I, I don't have two grand, but I have plans on building one. Nice. Do you have squats? Squat army? Please tell me you got squats. I have one squat oh. and he was super expensive. Okay. Gotcha. But I have, I have some stuff from rogue trader. Yeah. 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 So palladium uh, at the back of damn near every palladium book, there is something called the checklist and order form. We alluded to it briefly in our last episode. We'll see what happens in editing. As a quick note, that's mostly on the digital versions. They don't always have them in the physical books. If you, if you ever order directly, they'll go ahead and send you a couple pages when you buy from Palladium website. I got a stack. I do too. <laughs> and they're smart because as a collector, they ship them out with different pictures on them. Have you ever noticed that? Uh-huh. So I have like seven of the damn things, you know, as a collector. Yep. Let's specifically here talk about addictions. That is oh. addictions to Palladium and specifically I, uh, addictions mm. to Palladium books. Why, whatever do you mean, NPC? Well, let's just say that, uh, you know, when COVID, when COVID hit, well, I mean, it hit at a weird time. When the quarantine, when the lockdowns began, like February, March of 2020, on my shelf at that time, I think I had maybe four Rifters, eight Palladium Fantasy books, <laughs> four Nightbane books, three Rifts books. Most no, all of the Ninja Turtles. I have had all mm -hmm. of the Ninja Turtles books. That was my Palladium collection. I'll jump into here real fast. Yeah, I had Rifts. I had the Conversion book. I had all the Robotech. Come COVID, I got this wild hair to start playing Rifts and run some of my Rifts games. Now the books that I previously had could fit mostly in a single IKEA Calax or Expedite cubby one of the square bookshelves you know mm -hmm. single cubby what are you looking at over there five full cubbies <laughs> yep. all ordered since uh march of last year i don't have cubbies i have 
traditional <laughs> bookshelves. They're hardwood. But each one of my shelves is about two and a half feet long. I used to take up about, I don't know, one eighth of one of those. And now it's all the way through. Like I have, I have one complete shelf of palladium and that's nothing. I know a guy who's on our discord server who has way the hell more than both NPC and I combined by an order of magnitude. He doesn't collect fantasy and I think he's missing one or two rifters, but father Morpheus, I believe that's who you're talking about there. Absolutely. (laughs) I am. I'm a nerd, but I've, I've, always, I've always been a rather impoverished nerd because I have a lot of different hobbies that I get into. This man, this man is dedicated. He has multiple pieces of original art, too. Yeah. Like, like original art from Palladium. That's fantastic. I'm jealous. Same. What I would give for one of those Parkinson sketches. <sighs> or the one of the Brahms. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I think I... Hold on, I gotta change my pants. I think I just glitter boyed. <laughs> uh, please don't publish that one. <laughs> this has only grown. So, what? Fuck. Um, cut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Collecting palladium shit is. It's an addiction that I'm okay with. You know, on the scale of shitty addictions, this doesn't even register. This is a good one. Yeah, I I, I can quit anytime I want. Mm-mm, but yeah, I, don't I want mean, to. I'm no, I'm yeah. I'm in, I'm in control. It, yeah. it doesn't own me. I, I can quit anytime I want. I don't yeah. know why you're all are sitting in this room with concerned looks on your face. But uh, how much stuff is there? If, if you Jesus. were just going to take a guess, fuck. How many pages are there on the checklist? <laughs> well, this is, I'm looking at the one because we just did the uh, Rifter number four. So I'm just looking at the one in the back of Rifter number four from 1998. Hold on now. That was added digitally. So oh, it yeah. might include So it might, it might be current. Yeah. But it might be missing stuff that they've lost the license for. For example, Robotech isn't in here. Well, is Chaos Earth in there? Um, That'd be Rifts, right? W- or would that be miscellaneous? Miscellaneous? I don't know. Rifts poker cards, one and two. Oh, what yeah, that's fuck? new. That's new. Yep, that's new. Uh, I don't know. I have the that. poker cards are pretty cool. I had a set that came with the Savage Rifts uh, Kickstarter. They were really good for Savage Worlds because in Savage Worlds, you use poker cards for initiative. And it's always cool to have a set of themed initiative cards. It's like six books on the Coalition Wars. Yeah. Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the Siege on Tolkien and stuff. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of Palladium books, Matthew. A lot well, of I mean, I, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Rift's Chaos Earth is there. Also. There's the CE Creatures of Chaos, CE The Rise of Magic, CE yep. First Responders, uh, Resurrection, and Psychic Scream. Two of those are coming, which means there's only four Chaos Earth books. Yeah, and I'm not 100% sure when that digital version was released. I don't think they go back and update their digitals with new checklists. No, so, no, I don't think so. Whatever the digital version and the first page of that book is, like if it says digital mm-hmm. release... That checklist will be up to date as of that release date. You can, how long do you think it would take? Like, let's say you bought a book a week. Let, let's say you skip dinner one, one night out uh, just for yourself, not, not, not for you and the family. One night out. So you have like maybe, maybe 20, 25 bucks. 
How long do you think it would, how many years do you think it would take you of buying a book a week to get through the entire Palladium? Like, could you do it in a year? No, not a year. That's 52. Oh, no. Could you do it in five years? 80 something rifters. So, a rifter a week would take you at least over a year. More than a year, yeah. A year and a half or more. And that's just the rifters. And that's not counting out of print. Like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff isn't in here. Robotech isn't in here. Recon isn't in here. Yeah. Okay, let's say, let's just say, hypothetically, for this, we're talking only cover price. Right. Cover price, book a week. That's going to be cover price for most of the books at no more than 30 bucks. Rifts never, Rifts, yeah. and they never get that expensive unless it's like, Un- unless it's the special edition. Yeah. yeah. And, and honestly, man, those special editions of the Rifts books that I just ordered, the one I got for me and the one for you, they weren't expensive. No. <laughs> no, was- you're not talking $150 <laughs> signed by Gary Gygax thing. We're talking, yeah. fuck, they do $150 just for the leather ones. I mean, yeah, this is, yeah, never mind. Yeah. Palladium always has been and always will be a great value. Mm-hmm. It always will be. And if you want proof of that, again, go back and listen to our uh, Mechanoids episodes. And we talk about mm-hmm. the beginning of the Mechanoids trilogy, the collected edition, where Kevin talks about his reasons for making games and his whole ethos in making cheap games. And it's uh, still that way, these perfect bound books mm-hmm. with lots of content that don't break your wallet. And, you know, I'd like, and Kevin, I'm sorry, if, if, if in fact, anyone... At Palladium, if you are listening to this, I'm sorry. I've, I'm I'm not a well-off man, especially at the moment. Um, I have bought some of these secondhand. I have bought some of them used, and I'm I'm sorry. I've, I've tried to make up for it um, yeah. by buying stuff from your site. I, I want to talk about how well the Perfect Bound books have held up. Now we're talking games that kids bought in the '90s. They've been moved. They've been packed several times, and eventually, one day. The wife finally got to the guy and he said, fine, I'll just sell them. And then they ended up on eBay and I got them. And the pages aren't falling out. The cover may be a little scuffed. There may be stuff in them, you know, like underlines or, and by the way, if you do that, you're a bad person. I mark in all of my books, but I don't resell them. I yeah, mark, I right. highlight, I underline, I do all that stuff. Post-it notes, man. Post-it notes. Man, by the time my book has had like 17 battle scars from beers and coffee and mustard stains, <laughs> at that point, I don't care anymore. <laughs> well, as long as it's mustard and not ranch, I can. that's okay. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Fist That'll bump. be our next episode. <laughs> mustard, not ranch. <laughs> so say we all. <laughs> Buy the on the new Glitter Boys. <laughs> 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 I, I just I just want to say these these perfect, inexpensive, perfect bound books have held up more than say a lot of the second edition books from from AD&D. And dear listener, if you don't know what we mean by this perfect bound and the style of printing, it is those the square binding paperback books. Palladium is a good example of perfect bound. If you order any kind of a paperback book print-on-demand services these days are probably perfect bound. If you order anything from drive through POD, it's going to be a perfect bound. And if you have really no experience with any of this and you're just listening to us because of our super sexy voices, may, buttery, may tones. I, buttery tones. Think graphic novel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Perfect. That, that's, that, that's a perfect bound. Perfect. Every, yeah. <laughs> There's so much. 
And I, you know, I, I won't, I won't complete this. I won't. And that's something that bothers me that I, I will never have all of it. Palladium over the years, I believe has gone through different printers. Maybe. I don't know. I do know that there was a period of time in the nineties where my Palladium books would have the peeling clear film on the covers. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, my conversion book is still like that, but not all of them, only some of them. And I think mm-hmm. it might've been from a certain era because I also have much older books from them that have seen much more use that have none of that. And like I touch the books that I get today and they don't even feel like that film is there. And I think that, yeah. I think that what happened, it was either a different printing system that was in place that made that happen, like different style, different materials, or perhaps the books of mine that have had that problem were well-loved by many book bags. No, because I have the same thing. And I bet most people who have a well-loved copy of the conversion book, um, an original, have the exact same one. Because everyone's conversion book that I've ever seen, that's an original from the 90s, not a reprint, not a not a, a, a new one, has like failed glue on, on it where the... Hmm. And it might have just been, it might have just been that. Someone, one of our listeners might know more about this. But now that I think about it, I've got specific books from that era. My conversion book as well. Mm -hmm. My copy of Wormwood. My copy of Island at the Edge of the World from back in that time. Like, I've got specific books from that time that have the peeling plastic cover. But many others before and after that don't. Robotech does. Um, and I think that was because at the, that same time, remember how you used to uh, wrap your textbooks, like in in like high school. Yeah. Did you ever did you ever do that? So they, that they you know, like yeah. yeah, there was a thing that came out around that time that was the clear plastic wrap. Lamination. And I, I'm one. No, it wasn't. It wasn't laminated. It was. It was peel and stick. Oh yeah, I had. We did that on a few books, and it, yeah. and it was about the same time. And I'm wondering. Part of me wonders if that was the printers or if that was kids saying fuck this textbook and i'm going to put it on something i care about which is my brand new riffs conversion book or you know x well how you can tell if it's the peel and stick is if the peel also extends to the inside cover because you peel and oh, yeah, stick yeah, it yeah. and you flip it over and fold it in okay so it's yeah. not yeah but I, I wonder if it's like in a. How did we get on this? Yeah. Point is, is that the books have held up yeah. really well, and yeah, collecting them is it's, it's a it's a life's work. Yeah, there are people who collect spoons, and I feel sorry for them. But I, I hope that gives them joy. You know what's funny? You say that is one of my best friends at the time in high school, who I've mentioned before. I think possibly on our first episode where we talk about how we got into Palladium. Or uh-huh. how we enjoyed it. This group of friends that I met in high school, and they're all like, you play Palladium, I play Palladium, then you're cool. One of those uh-huh. guys, one of my best friends in my senior year, he played the fuck out of Palladium, and he also collected spoons. <laughs> <laughs> like state spoons or just like? Everywhere he went, he collected a spoon. From every, every friend's house, he took a spoon. Every restaurant he went to, he took a spoon. He just had a spoon collection. That's odd. Yep. High school, man. You just got to be yeah. weird to stand out. I guess. Yeah. I mean, 
I would like to see some new things here on this list because I need more things to buy, don't we all? But you need to buy what's already there. <laughs> but I can't. So I, I, I want, I want omnibuses. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, before we even get to that, let's talk a little bit about how about how this addiction works. And it is something that has come up with you and me and with the people that we've brought into the game, our buddy Kylie, the people that we play with on Sunday. Mm-hmm. We've talked about... Brandon specifically. They, they buy a game, they buy a book from Palladium, probably directly because it's got mm-hmm. that sweet autograph, and then they need more. Yeah. And they ask, what's the next book I should buy? Okay, what should I get after that? Because once you get one... You just, I I don't know what it is. I don't experience this with any other game system. It's just Palladium books. That's an interesting thing because I am a completionist. And the only other system I've ever really tried to do that with is Robotech, which is also Palladium. Yeah, right? I, I No, I, I honestly tried to do it with 3.5 too. Um, I still have a ton of 3.5 books. I mean, I, I did a long campaign in three five, like a five year campaign. So I knew a dude who was obsessed with the Forgotten Realms in three five, and he had a big collection of all of the Forgotten Realms hardbacks with the white, mm-hmm. one, the the, the off white binding hardbacks that they did in the three five era. Those were some beautiful looking books. Mm-hmm. Not really my jam at the time. I was all about second ed Forgotten Realms, but anyway, he was about collecting those books. And he did it in a way similar to the way I we do Palladium, where like anytime a new book came out, he fucking had to get it. Yeah, I I understand that. I I don't want to jump in on three five. I I have opinions. <laughs> three five. Here's the deal. I think here's the difference. And we've talked about this many times. The reason it happens with Palladium games specifically is all of those old games, all of those old books that Palladium made. You can still get them. Yeah. And use them with books that are coming out tomorrow. And that's what makes them appealing to me. That's true. They're, I, I hesitate to use the word like immortal or anything, but they're, they're, there is a timeless feel to them. Like they'll work. You, you could give them to your children and they will still work. You could give them to your grandchildren. They will still work. You kind of wonder if any of Kevin's kids, I don't even know if he has kids, but if he has kids, if any of Kevin's kids are going to carry the torch after he passes, and if 30 years from now... Kevin has a Borg body ready. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's going to do the Nunyan Singh route and just Fuck like yeah. <laughs> into some kind of an android body. I love it. I love it. If, if, if he's going to find a way to make sure that Rift's this edition is still published in 30 years. I I honestly hope that they never do. I hope they never hit that reset button. And I, I give them such incredible props for never doing it because it's it's a it's a really easy, real cheap way to make money. You never have to reimagine anything but the new refinement of the system. You just drag and drop everything else. Uh you don't have to think, you just have to rebrand. And I hate hate, hate that all other systems do that. And Warhammer, Games Workshop, fuck you. Fuck Games Workshop, man. Fuck Games Workshop. And they, they have gotten worse. Yeah. But this isn't, I, I, I have, 
You know what? We'll get Morpheus on here for our Fuck Games Workshop episode. <laughs> yeah, let's get Morpheus and Jacob back because Jacob's yeah. got some things to say about that too. I I would love to see a new edition of Palladium. I've talked about this many times. I would love to not just see a new edition of Palladium. I would love to be hired to write said new edition of Palladium. <laughs> but I also don't want to because that would make my pages upon pages and pages of house rules invalid. <laughs> and I spent time on those. Not only that, man, but I mean, like, the, the, like the biggest draw is that it, it it works. It's all internally consistent, and fucking props on that. It still goes on and yeah. on, and it's yeah. I know that many people in the discussion groups and forums, and discords and reddits will complain about decisions that Palladium has made regarding consistencies with certain lore or mechanics being updated over time. I'm okay with it. Like, because I have all the fucking books, I guess. I'm I'm privileged. <laughs> I, I, I understand my privilege as a Palladium collector because I can look through all the books and I remember them and I can find all the stuff. I can also, however understand how that can be difficult for a new player to approach however i think we are getting into a different subject and that is we are. the timelessness of it which we'll talk about ad infinitum let's talk let's get back to focusing on collecting and and the best ways to do it stop feeding your children buy books <laughs> <laughs> no i mean the thing is, is that it's perfect bound. Like, and even the 30th anniversary hardcover is, is, is 50 bucks. Treat yourself. Get a book a month. And, 12 books a year. And that's 50 bucks. But you don't need it. You no. can also get the cheaper version, which isn't the anniversary. You don't need the anniversary edition. It's a nice book to have if you're a collector. Mm. But if you want to get it. Okay. Sorry. Again, we're <laughs> yes, we're talking about collecting. So Sorry. Forget everything I just said. <laughs> Go buy that fucking book and add it to your collection. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're talking about getting books. I think then that if you want to collect all of them, there's a few ways to go about it. All of the digital books can be acquired online. You get into some interesting things there, though, because I, I had a thought about that. Like, I'm, I'm deeply engrossed, sadly, in the, the Apple environment. And I have, you know easily fucking five grand of ebooks audiobooks there and there's interesting things about survivorship of electronic media you don't get to pass off your your password and email to your children that's not how that works aha what you do instead well first off there's nothing stopping you from doing that by the way you can do it legality behind it is a different discussion uh, but mm -hmm. if you have a drive through account that has like 7,000 books you damn well better write the password of that down <laughs> so you can pass it to your kids and if you don't well guess what we got you covered drive through RPG which is the site where you can download all of the Palladium books drive through RPG has an app an official app for both your computer and your mobile phone where you can download some or all of your entire digital collection directly and have a copy of it. 
And then you save that copy to a hard drive. You have that hard drive with the note for your descendants saying, in case of death, here's how to access this hard drive. <laughs> it's it's basically the digital version of that Monty Python sketch. Yeah. One day, lad, oh, this will be this yours. Will be yours. <laughs> what, the hard drives? Yes, the hard drives. <laughs> They'll be yours. <laughs> But I don't want any of that. <laughs> Huge tracks of riffs. <laughs> um, here's the thing. If so much of Palladium deals with the apocalypse and should should the the unfor the unthinkable happen and as of these few days with you know mega fires and plagues stalking the land it's not as unthinkable as it once was. You could knock over a deer and carve bones into dice and take your your uh your your campfire and grab a charcoal stick and down in the in, in the ruins there's that bookcase with all the riffs books in it and no matter what no matter what happens you could play riffs and that's that's my argument for the books because what if drive through rpg goes away one day well, what if they just don't yeah. make enough money you know what if their app is no longer updated. What if it doesn't work with your phone in 20 years? I mean, there's there, there's ways around it for, for, you know, a lot of people, but you probably should just get the book. And I agree. I love PDFs. I love it because my, my aging vision has gotten worse. I like that I can pinch and zoom in and zoom out on my PDF reader on my tablets. Mm-hmm. That is why I do my best to get every book that I currently own in physical format, also in digital format. I did the same thing. If you really want to get a copy of the books, we wholeheartedly recommend that you go to palladium-books.com. I think it's a hyphen. I think there's a hyphen. There could be a hyphen. Look at the show notes. I may correct myself. Palladiumbooks.com, with or without the hyphen, and you they have a store link right there. You go to the store, you can down you can download. You go to the store, you can buy their entire current catalog that they have in print and and or in stock. And it's a good price for a new book direct yeah. from the publisher. Buy and not only that, what do you get there? What what happens when that happens? And you buy something from Palladium. You get a brand new book mm-hmm. signed by Kevin and whoever else is within five feet of him at the time. I, I, I swear <laughs> to God, that man lives in his shipping department. <laughs> I mean, because every time I've ordered something from him, he signed it. Every time. Almost every time. It's all, I, I'm pretty sure Alex lives in that shipping container as well. So mm-hmm. I think it's Kevin and Alex. Oh, oh, wait. I like that better. Keep keep that. Keep that. That it's a shipping container buried somewhere between in, in the Arctic tundra deep underground lies the vault of palladium. <laughs> yes. In that shipping container. Kevin and Alex at thousandyearsforever.com. They live and they side palladium books. <laughs> and... <laughs> draw little dragons <laughs> and draw little dragons <laughs> on your book but you get a hand drawn little dragon in your book and first off you know what i've got that dragon in a lot of books and they will never get tired of it i love that little dragon that smug little bastard looks like something's about he, he is, to happen yeah he knows something <laughs> he, knows he knows something you don't yeah you also get whatever heaven or whoever is assembling the package decides to shove into it i've gotten random prints of art I've gotten random bonus things just added in. I I once got a whole set of bookmarks that I didn't order. I they just shoved them in. 
to the pages of the book. I've gotten just whatever. It's, it is wonderful. You're ordering direct from the publisher. If you're a collector, you get the, the swag. Yeah. And that, that's something that doesn't appear on there. And swag is, is wonderful to a collector. It makes us happy. If you don't believe me, go on eBay and find out what price a 1980s G.I. Joe Kellogg's promotional toy costs. I mean, collectors love swag. And I am a collector and I love it. I highly recommend that you go straight to Palladium and, and buy there if you're doing this. Furthermore, I would like to say that the best deal in collecting would probably be their Christmas grab bag. Their, their, their surprise yeah. grab bag. We could talk about that forever, and we have. Go listen to our Christmas grab bag episodes and watch our unboxing video from last year. Yeah. Now, if you cannot afford brand new and are looking used, it happens. We get it. We understand. I've bought many used books. I love... Ugh, we don't really see this much anymore in the current state of the world, but back in the day at your local gaming store, that was very frequently the used bin or the bargain shelf of things that people had brought in and traded. It, I think it, it'll come back when the pandemic chills the hell out. People bought things that they could play in their home. Yeah, I miss it. It it, it that That will come back. And I have bought... So many Rifts books there. So, yeah. so much Palladium stuff there. If you're doing that online, I recommend that your first stop be a site that we have no affiliation with. I'm just a fan of Noble Knight Games. Mm -hmm. They have a presence on eBay. I think they have a presence on Amazon as an independent seller. Yeah. Noble Knight has well-priced games. Like They have a system in place for rating the quality of the the product they i don't know what it is that they do but they are fair they have fair yeah. used market values i recommend going there before anyone else i love them whenever i'm looking on ebay i look on ebay a lot if ever noble knight shows up in the list i check them first because i know it's going to be packed well i know it's judged i know i'm not going to get a book that is in incorrectly described yeah agreed yeah Noble Knight Games. I'd like to expand on that real fast. Noble Knight Games, don't get the idea that they're just Palladium. Oh, you yeah, can get no. great Palladium there, but like a good, probably a tenth of that Warhammer that NPC can see behind me comes from Noble Knight Games. They have everything gaming related. Yeah. Somewhere in a dusty warehouse filled with other treasures is literally everything ever done for a geek ever. And it's, it's wonderful. And hey, Noble Knight Games... Um, we should talk one day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Noble Knight is, they're a great seller and I trust them. Therefore, That's, I recommend yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. And if you can't, if you can't do that, what I would recommend is going to used bookstores. Not, don't go to Powell's here if you're in Portland. I mean, go to Powell's. You should always go to Powell's. But I've had some good finds on Powell's used gaming shelf. I was there last week and I actually stopped into the yeah. Palladium and there was three books and I had them and I was sad. Uh, there's, there's normally a lot of Palladium used I mean, um, just because there's there so much of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why there's not. <laughs> um, go, go to like the little bookstores. Um, they, they will normally have it in, in games. There's some places out on the coast that I like to go because they're just great. 
not not your big chains. Try your little ones. And if you are in the Pacific Northwest or wherever else they've expanded, half price books. Mm-hmm. They are really big in and around the Seattle area. I don't know where else they have expanded to. However, Half Price Books is a great place in person to get bargain prices on old gaming books. You can find the weirdest stuff there. Or you could before COVID hit. Well, yeah, COVID. (sighs) Damn you, COVID. Seriously, you fucking, you're costing me money here. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's just a lot of ways to go about it. And what you want to do is you want to tailor it to what you have. Even if you can't do any of those things, you have no car. You can't drive anywhere and there's no buses where you live. Check eBay. eBay occasionally, well, no, actually quite often, will have Rift books going for even like a third of of their price, which already wasn't a huge amount, especially the ones that have been printed and reprinted a lot. You can you can find original ones fairly inexpensively. And I've gotten brand new books accidentally. Well, I say accidentally. I've gotten brand new books from Palladium on eBay when I've purchased used acceptable copies mm-hmm. because I've I've received used quote acceptable copies from eBay marked as acceptable, which is like the lowest of the low that you can get mm-hmm. because they're not going to let you sell garbage. The acceptable copy was marked as such because someone wrote in it. You know who yeah. wrote in it? Kevin fucking Sambita when he signed it. <laughs> I've gotten brand new used copy, used acceptable, brand funny. new with signature copies. <laughs> so you can you can luck out. Maybe some markings. <laughs> it was Chaos Earth. I remember when oh, we were really? gaming once and you looked yeah. at it, you're like, dude, is this valuable? <laughs> Well, you know, I didn't know that was before, you know, we we started doing all this and I learned, I've I've learned so much about Palladium and I have to say, it's not just the rules I've learned about the company, you know, they, they've, they've messed up a time or two. They, they have, but like taken as a whole, they're, they're one of the best companies in role-playing right now. One of the most ethical, like they, they care about their fans. They try and educate you. They try and bring you along. They try and make you better gamers. They don't repurpose and retag and sell it to you again over and over and over every six years. I mean, I have read the traveling show rules in like five different books. <laughs> yeah, but still. <laughs> I get what you're saying. You know, yeah. it's not a brand new set of rules every time that you have to buy and then they reprint the book because, oh no, now we need the Rift's New West 4th edition or something, you know. We need the brand new Forgotten Realms campaign setting because now we're yeah. five editions past or something. I, I, yeah. I get what you're saying. I've got a spreadsheet. I actually paid someone to come to my house and look through my entire bookshelf <laughs> with a handheld barcode scanner uh-huh. that I got for like nine bucks on eBay or on Amazon to come to my house and log and record my entire role-playing game collection. Physical books, physical only, mm-hmm. and not just Palladium. I have over 500 books. Now, a lot of those are small. I have a lot of indie games. Yeah. You know, and indie games are digest sized or smaller, but you know what? I wanted each of those locked. I have of that collection, a vast portion of it is Palladium stuff. And I'm not saying this to brag. I'm saying this 
to advise you, dear listener, to do the same. Get a barcode scanner. Palladium has barcodes on all of their books, except some of their extreme rare early ones. The reason I recommend doing this is because then you can copy that spreadsheet to your phone and then you can be out and about and be like, man, do I have this issue of the Rifter? <gasps> oh, I don't. that's a good idea. I actually have an app that does that. Yeah. But I've never, I've never had the time to enter in anything, but it's waiting there for me if I ever do. <laughs> I've got the spreadsheet that I keep on my phone that has all of my games so whenever I'm out and about and I just happen to stop in some small town game store that has a used game section and I look through, I'm like, man, do I have that copy of Ninja Turtles, whatever? I can look and find out if I do or not. And I recommend that if you are a collector of such things like Palladium Games, for example, you might find this useful. You know how I know that you're a successful tech person and I'm not? I have the the paper one folded up in my wallet. Yes. <laughs> That's the paper one they sent to me. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I don't want to disparage the checklist. They send it yeah. out for a reason. Use it. Don't make that wasted paper. If they send it to you and you're <laughs> like, man, you know what? I should get, I should start making note. That's a good way to do it. And it's also good for insurance purposes, especially if you can take pictures yep. of them, especially if you have renter's insurance. And even especially if your house burns down. That way, you can at least get some money back for your role-playing game collection. Would you run in? What? Would you run in? Oh, oh, dude. I Of my Ikea Calax or uh, these Expedite, mm-hmm. these are Expedite. Of my Ikea Expedite shelves, I actually just two days ago reorganized my entire gaming shelf collection so that the one on the top left of my big 5 by 5 Ikea shelves, mm-hmm. the top left is where I put... Save these games before anything else. Right. These are the books that if the house is on fire and everything's flooding, run in, grab this. And if you can grab something else, do so. But these, this, this is the cubby of all of the stuff <laughs> that I want you to save first. There's yeah. some valuable stuff in there. I wouldn't yeah. say it's, you know, bookstore collectible value, but it's valuable because they're out of print. And if you wanted to look for it on eBay or Amazon, it's anywhere from 50 to $500. Yeah. And it shouldn't be, but it is. You know, I thought this was going to be a short episode. I did too. <laughs> the thing is, is that I, I haven't put it into words yet. I haven't, I, I don't feel that I've expressed myself correctly, but when the, the, the thing about collecting is, especially when you're collecting works of fiction like this or, or a system of fiction, is that you're, you're really immersing yourself into someone else's world. You're, you're, you're not only seeing the, the contents of, of their imagination, you're seeing when you're looking at something like Palladium, you're, you're really looking at a few people's passion. Like this, this has been a life work for Kevin and a few others who, who have been with him since the beginning. Like, we're of an age that he was already going. He's older than us. But he, he's, he's, he's lost people in this. Uh, great people. People who have done amazing things in this system. This is, this is someone's life's work. And I don't see Kevin ever doing anything else. I don't think he's going to retire and take up soapbox derby or decide he's a blacksmith and go to Ren Fairs. He is going to write this until he's no longer able to. The, the man, this is, you're not just buying a 
book. You know, this is, you're buying someone's passion. And in those four words, you can sense it. And it, it shows in all those little, all those little bits, all those little extra bits that Palladium puts in there just for you. And even if he were to do something like that, I would hope that he would then still find a way to bring it back home. You know, like let's say Kevin becomes a birder. And he's like, I'm just going to spend all my time looking at birds. I would hope that at least he would take all of his time spent looking at and researching birds and make some epic bird source books <laughs> for the Palladium Megaverse. Yeah, the, this is the uh, Northern Gun Warbird. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking a lot, and I think we should just close this out. Yeah. I, I want to talk, I want to close this out with a note based on what you were just saying of the life's work concept the the investing in a thing the if if you're going to if you're going to invest this is where to do it another game that i'm very fond of which we will probably talk about if not in an upcoming possibly even in our next episode is a game from the 90s a late game called alternity and alternity had a fantastic setting that i loved called star drive and i'm right now reading again through all the star drive books and it's rich and it's wonderful and it's beautiful and it's evocative and it's deep and there's only like 10 books that's like a main book and like 10 like thin source books and i i'm reading through it again and all of this there's all of these threads that could have been developed but never were and it's making me sad and I love that with Palladium, I can invest not just my money, but also my mind, my heart, and my time into it. Oh, that's a good point. Knowing that there's more coming, that if there's a part of the world or the megaverse that I'm interested in, there's a good chance that it might get its own book and i like that comfort that satisfaction that that safety that's really actually deep that's that's brilliant that the that's true and i i never even considered that that uh that they didn't move on to other things they ran down all the possibilities they're still running down all the possibilities and that's why there's such a huge body of work huh whenever a game has a new edition a lot of people will complain about it. They'll get online and they'll be, oh no, the new edition, blah, blah, blah. It's not like the old edition. And then a lot of the fans of the new edition will come out and say, well, guess what? The old edition hasn't stopped existing. You can keep playing it. So stop complaining. Well, you know what? It's a bit more complicated than that. Because if the old edition had something going for it that you were looking forward to more of, you don't get that anymore. Yeah. And that is one of the beautiful things about Palladium games. You're going to get more. Yeah. But we're still waiting on uh, a couple of things <laughs> that have been promised hey, since man. the 90s. <laughs> Christmas 2021, we'll get Mechanoid Space. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I... Honestly, one of the things I love about what we do here in PC is that I had no opinion on mechanoids. I loved Robotech. I was vaguely aware of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I loved riffs. And then I we then we went back and did mechanoids, and I was like, "My God, this is great! This is a great game." And I, I love that there's all these old, forgotten corners of Palladium 
And I love that Riffs wraps them all up. Yeah. Just today, before this episode, I was looking online, role-playing forums, and one of the ones I, I don't subscribe to, but I frequently go and check it out, is the RPG forum on Reddit. Someone posted today or yesterday about uh, one of their questions was, aside from World of Darkness, what role-playing games have had multiple games in the same setting? Or what settings have had multiple settings in the same universe? And a lot of people were talking about Shadowrun, which is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Shadowrun and Earthdawn, they share a setting. But a bunch of people were like, Rifts, Palladium. I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, the Megaverse. All of their books. All of their <laughs> settings. Not only do they take place more or less in the same setting, there's books on how to convert them. Yeah. It's huge. I wonder what the legality of, of an unofficial conversion book. Like what what if what if they put out how to bring the 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 master the master mage of the forgotten kingdoms uh in and his name is like, I don't know. Hal Mincer, or <laughs> something like that. The misremembered kingdoms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I mean, you just you just did that and just really made riffs. You know what? Y'all laughed. Fuck you. We have everything. <laughs> we'll call it the unofficial, the unofficial conversion book to everything. <laughs> Instead of L Minster, it's K Bishop. Yeah, K Bishop, <laughs> K Bishop, the great mage. <laughs> Of the misremembered kingdom. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Join our Discord and let us know what your Palladium stats are for K. Bister, the Great Mage, or K. K. Bishop, the Great Mage of the misremembered kingdoms. Okay, we're we're approaching an hour. Yeah, <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. This is just a checklist. This is just checklist episode, folks. Hey, everyone, thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate and we love seeing you on our Discord. We would love it if you love us. Uh, if you would go buy some little small piece of swag from our store. We have some kick-ass shirts. We have kick-ass things. But even if you just got a sticker, we'd, we'd be your best friend forever. Like literally forever. The one I get the most compliments on is my mask. I have a Glitter Boys mask and everyone tells me it looks awesome. It's pink and it uh-huh. has the logo on it. Our, our, our Lisa Frank logo. Mm-hmm. Hey, we'd like to thank you all for stopping by and listening to us. And we would honestly like to hear where you where you uh, stack up. How many Palladium books do you have? Let us know. Please do. Join us on Discord. Talk to us on Facebook or Twitter. And we'll probably respond to you. He'll respond to you. I want nothing to do with any of you unwashed heathen savages. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> Good night. You've been listening to The Glitter Boys, a Palladium Books fan podcast. Glitter Boys, Rifts, the Megaverse, and all other such topics are the property of Kevin Sambita and Palladium Books. Please buy all their stuff and help keep them in print and making more games. You can order directly at palladiumbooks.com, and their entire catalog is available digitally at DriveThruRPG as well. Our opening music is 8-Bit Bass and Lead by Furby Guy from freesound.org. This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. 
All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero License. If you like what you have heard, find us on Twitter and Facebook as The Glitter Boys. That's B-O-I-S. And check us out online at breakfastpuppies.com slash glitterboys. And also join us on the Breakfast Puppies Network Discord at breakfastpuppies.com slash discord. And if you want to help us out, please spread the word and help us build a community. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time. 